Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Hello, all friends. This is Tito Kang, your host on Unlock the Leaders Code Live today on Tuesday, January 17th, on our marathon of towards 21 Everyone laws of leadership. We're on law number seven, the law of respect, one of my favorite laws. And if you are following through, let me fix my collar here as we are live. If you are following through with by reading the book, right? You would have seen a couple of stories that John shares. And one of the stories I love to to really share with you is the story of this young lady. Now imagine a young petite lady with um, missing teeth who would fall asleep at work. In fact, it would fall asleep while she was working. Became one of the most respected leaders during the time when slavery was being fought. Became known as the Moses of the North because she had taken on the Underground Railroad more slaves to the North from the South. Harriet Tubman was an individual that if you would see her in person, you would not think, just like Mother Teresa, that she would be such a tremendous leader. A person which the South had put a bounty on her head for $12,500 back in the day. That's a lot of money, right? So how does a person of this small stature, no education, in fact, because she was falling asleep, she had an impediment that was caused by uh, being beaten up when she was younger. Re rise up or rose up to become such a leader. A leader that's well respected that even Frederick Douglass, um, the African-American senator that really wanted, I don't, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make, I want to make sure, if, senator, I'm not sure, but certainly was involved in politics was looking forward to speaking with her. She was sought out as much as generals back in the day. The presidents wanted to have sit down with her because she was perceived as a leader, a leader and could affect followers. How she, did she accomplish that? First and foremost, she had what we say courage. And there's a, there's a quote that John shares in the book that I love from Harriet Tubman. And it goes... Something like this, and I'm paraphrasing. It has to do with the fact that she determined that she had the right, the freedom. She either had the right to live or the right to die. And she chose to live. In her courage, as she was huddling over the folks and she was saving, she was adamant about how she would approach it. She would not allow any one to stray away from what she wanted to accomplish. A lot of new leaders, young leaders that start off, they start to communicate and build relationship because they want to be liked. The super leaders, the good to great leaders, work on gaining the respect and not to be liked. So how does that happen? Well, case in point for Harriet Tubman, as she was crossing the border, if one person that was 
on the Underground Railroad wanted to leave and return back to the South because they were so scared. They were so scared. She would actually hold a gun to their head and say, either you come or you die. The way she said it, it's like, dead men don't talk. Because she knew that if the person would go back, they could get flogged. They would get tortured to get the information, and she couldn't afford that because it would jeopardize the Underground Railroad. It's a tough decision, isn't it? Is it something that you would be able to make? It's something that average leaders have to make to become super leaders and great leaders. So John goes on to explain a couple of things, a couple of characteristics that build this law of respect. How do you gain true respect from the people that you lead? Well, the first one is your innate leadership ability. Now, you've seen some of those folk, and don't confuse charisma with leadership. Somebody might have, be very charismatic, but that does not mean they have natural leadership ability. But you've seen, either in the young persons in the team, or someone in an environment that just happens to exude leadership and takes on a leadership role, effectively. There's some people that go in and start to be autocratic and directed, and it's not very effective as they don't get everyone to jump in with them. The second characteristics of respect is the respect for others. In order to earn the respect, you must respect others. You must recognize their up to nows, what they bring to the table. So the average leader must always look at what to respect in others. The third component we talked about is courage. And the courage to do the tough things. The courage to actually make those decisions that are right, but yet the way you go about them is going to be important in creating the level of respect you want to generate. The fourth component is your success record. Of course, if you have an array of success behind you, like John Wooden, for example, that won 14 consecutive championships, has an array of success behind him. That's why when Bill Walton, one of Hall of Famer in basketball, first joined John Wooden's team, Walton had a beard. And then John Wooden has expressly confirmed that anyone that wants to play with him has to shave. That's what he wants the team to look like. Walton refused to do so, to which John Wooden responded, well, we'll miss you, Bill. Now, John Wooden could only, Coach Wooden could only say that because he has a success record behind him to allow the level of respect for Bill Walton to realize, you know, I could actually learn more because John Wooden is a great leader. Loyalty is the sixth component of characteristics. So, I've talked about if you are expecting your team to be loyal to you, how loyal are you to them? How are you thinking of adding value to make their lives better? How are you sacrificing yourself sometimes so that they can go and accomplish things that they need to accomplish? The sixth piece is value added to others. And we talked about it on the law of addition about the value, so I'm not going to add more to that, if you will. But think about those. Those are the six components that 
requires respect. The thing is that if you are a leader, and you are a leader that's valuing yourself in terms of the law of respect on each, if you score yourself from 1 to 8 on ease, where would you end up? What would you score? Where did you need to work on? What do you need to work on yourself? Because if you score yourself from a leadership ability at a level of 6 or 7, a, leadership, a leader that's an 8 or a 9 that you want to, to recruit and want to follow you was not going to come you. You, in fact, are going to be looking for a leader that has a higher leadership level than yourself. So the law of the lid again comes into effect. You have to raise your lid. You have to understand where you are at and then know what you need to work on to become a better leader. So hopefully this was helpful for you. If it was, please like, share, and comment. The law of respect as illustrated by Harriet Tubman, as illustrated by Coach Wooden. And the last story, of course, is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was seeking out to play for a coach and in the years where they never won. And the coach that he really wanted to get in front of or wanted to coach him was Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson was a strong leader and Michael knew that he could get some things from them. But also Michael was open. He was forever the eternal apprentice, always seeking to get better. So the question is this, as a leader, what are you doing to get better and which areas are you looking to get better at? Look at those six qualities, six characteristics of respect within the law of respect. And if you like, share a comment with me to see what you excel at or maybe what you would like to improve. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please like, share, and comment. This is Tito saying aloha, mahalo, until I see you next time, live and in person. We have on Saturday, January 28th, our Live to Lead. You've seen Simon Sinek being posted all around. The memes are going viral. While well, he first talked about the millennials, parenting, technology, the environment, those key components of how to manage or how to lead millennials. So if you're interested to kind of crack the code on leading millennials, Private message me, I'll put the link below for the event that we have on Saturday. Live to Lead Montreal, January 28th, and it starts at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Until then, if I see you then, live and in person, this is Tito Say, aloha, mahalo. Until next time, lead on, and as always, make everyday bandages, and here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.